This is a podcast. So, I embraced a new segment of technology recently. iPad? Uh, no. It was the iTampon, actually. <laughs> um, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, they're pretty expensive for something that's disposable, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, as you know, I am a an avid iPhone user. Yes. And one of the apps that I recently purchased was the Kindle app. Oh, okay. So rather than actually going out and buying the Kindle, if I can just download the books to my iPhone, mm-hmm. why would I not do that, right? So I did that. I think Kindles are bigger screens, they right? Are. Yeah. They are, but... Um, You're going to go blind in three years. I actually think it's better that I'm using this, and I'll explain to you why. Um, the first thing I downloaded, what, you can download like previews, like get the first chapter or two. Okay. So I downloaded the preview to Up in the Air, since mm-hmm. I'm waiting for one of my super slow reader friends to finish the book. That's me. Yes, it is. I'm about halfway done. All right. Um, and then so I, I downloaded another book in full, and it's a book series that I uh, actually have purchased for my classroom. It's called The Ranger's Apprentice series. So it's about the main character is this guy who's young, and he, he ends up becoming, um, he studies to become a ranger, which is like, you know, hides in the shadows, good with bow and arrow, oh, that kind of stuff. Not like a park ranger? No. Okay. Um, or a knight ranger? No. Okay. But there are knights in the story. Anyway. Knights with a K? So it's like the, yes. Like it's British like, knights? It's like the eighth book in the series, I think. Okay. And if I bought it, when it comes out, because it just came out, it's like, 17 18 bucks in hardback but i buy it through this and it's like eight dollars so it's a considerable savings right. the other thing is what i've learned about myself as a reader is that i read for for the most for the most part i read for plot i read to find out what happens in the story okay. and as a result i kind of am a skim reader yeah me too. and i'll read through key elements of the story some or like you know the the you know, I'll get I'll get the basic plot details, but sometimes I'll I'll miss out on some of the subtle nuances right. of a book. I'd rather read a lot of dialogue than a lot of descriptions and right. things. But because of the way that I'm reading this on my iPhone, mm-hmm. it f- kind of forces me to slow down because I'm not reading a whole page or two pages. I'm just reading a small segment at a time. So I slow down, and I and I think I I got more of the story. And the nuance beyond just the plot, basic plot, bare bones outline this time. Interesting. So it was, it was a very positive experience, and I think I will be doing it again. Well, good for you. The downside is, for something like this where I would normally buy it, it would be something I can put into my classroom library for my other kids to read it. Mm-hmm. But, eh, whatever. Just let them borrow your phone for a couple days. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. They can read a book. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. It's a good experience. I I am pro Kindle. I'm on the Kindle bandwagon, or the at least the Kindle app bandwagon because it's free. I'm gonna spend three hundred bucks on a book right. reader when I can get one free on my phone. So. Yeah, I like books. As you can see, <laughs> thank you for the spellbinding feedback. <laughs> I mean, I, you exceeded my expectations. I like having them <laughs> on the shelf or something. You know, and I feel the same way. And and we actually traded in some old books to a used bookstore for like credit to buy other ones mm-hmm. and i'm disappointed amanda is not uh keeping old books she's like oh, are you ever gonna read these books again kind of thing yeah. i'm like i like having books you know in my parents house they have in the family room they have that huge whole wall that's right. all these old books maybe that's part of what it, what influenced me but 
I like having old I like books. Having and books. like having books. Yeah, I've read these books. I may not ever read them again, but whatever. And the other thing is, if I did transition to a Kindle or whatever, which I'm mm-hmm. sure I'll never do, and I had, you know, like we were saying, the first seven books in a series, and then I got like the eighth one digital, that would bug me that I yeah, didn't, have didn't have it have the... next to the other ones on right. the shelf. That's true. I like books, and I have OCD. I feel the same is true about me, though, in some cases. Although I think I'm more ADD than OCD. Mm. Whatever. We're all some kind of acronym. I We're think. all some kind of D. You're a D-bag. <laughs> You're a double D. <laughs> All right. Um, I have five questions for you today. Okay. And hopefully in those questions we can um, emerge a solid podcast title and song at the end. That's Ooh. pretty cool. Yes. Well, that's always I'm, our goal. I'm fairly certain that we can get a song because two of, them, two of them are music-based, including the first question. We'll bring it on. All right. Considering... The careers of these two people. Okay. Where they once were and where they are now. Who is a sadder spectacle? Mm. Is one of them going to be Snooky? Mariah Carey oh. or Paula Abdul? Oh, definitely Paula Abdul. Really? Yeah. Explain. Well, Mariah Carey had her little breakdown or whatever, but didn't she... I thought she got really good... Reviews from being in Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> I didn't even know she was in Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> she is. Can I... Okay, so parenthetically, I was flipping around TV the other day, and there was some sort of awards. I don't think it was the Golden Globes. Uh-huh. It may have been... Uh... Did you watch the Golden Globes? Because no. that's actually what inspired this question. Because I saw Mariah Carey, and I was like, god damn, every time I see her, she's an absolute train wreck. It may have been like Screen Actor Awards or something. Okay. But George Clooney was presenting the best picture, and after reading... Uh, no, Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. The next one, he's like, the next one he is, uh, you know, I don't know, The Hurt Locker, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. Like he kept doing that, and it was really funny. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I bet Sapphire was pissed. Yeah, I'm sure Sapphire <laughs> was. So you think? Why do you think Paul Abdul is sadder? Okay, so Mariah Carey. Did have like a odd phase, but I feel like she's come back from it. I don't know. Does she still make records? I think she still makes records, mm-hmm. CDs, yeah. as the kids call. It. I think she still. Makes... We're not in the seventies. I don't think anyone. <laughs> I think she still makes iTunes downloads. <laughs> um, and um, she seems fine again. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen her. Here's how I feel about Mariah Carey. When Mariah Carey first came out, she was kind of girl next doorish. Okay, her first big single was Someday. Ooh, someday. Not visions of love. No, it was someday. Oh, okay. And she's like wearing jeans and a shirt, and she's singing, and she does her super high falsetto. Ah, you know that yeah. stuff. How'd that go again? And, uh, I think we just found the song. I don't think so. <laughs> um, and a lot of people thought she was like the next Whitney Houston. I right. mean, her voice was amazing, right. she, and, and she did have a great career. She has had a great career. She's produced a number of like number one singles, maybe even she had a great like, set the, the record for number one singles. No, I think she might have actually possibly. over like Michael Jackson, possibly. Wow. Anyway, but her key turning point was the Honey video because that's when she became like sex pot style. Remember where she? No, she was sex pot before the not Dream like Lover that. video. Not well, like maybe that. not so blatant. Not yeah. And now she's like she just looks so fake every yeah. time you see her, and she looks like she's just had sex with like 
30 R&B rap stars, and she just looks so... How many country stars? None. She oh. looks just so turned out and gross to me. Mm-hmm. And I saw her at the uh, Golden Globes, sitting at one of the tables, and I was just like... She never looks like I feel a like the Golden Globes anymore. could be a nickname for her. Well, did you see... Did you watch them at all? No. Okay, because there was a girl in Mad Men who definitely had some Golden Globe potential. Nice. They were like the size of globes. Wow. Yeah. I need to watch Mad Men. Anyway, so Paula Abdul, I feel like, was more uh, sort of flash in the pan-ish, I guess. Okay. I mean, Mariah Carey, for pretty much all of the 90s, had a, a hit song or album every year. Paula Abdul had that good first album, Brave Your Girl. You don't have to remind me what the title of it was. I, know. I owned it. And, and then, for our listener. And then, the follow-up one was alright. It had well, Rush Rush and technically whatever. Technically, her follow-up was... Her remix album, Shut Up and Dance, which sucked ass. <laughs> right. But the no, al- the remix album sucked ass? <laughs> the album Who knew? Spellbound. Spellbound. Was, was not as good. Oh, it was tremendous. You gotta be kidding Every song on Fair Girl was, was good. Every song. Spellbound was also okay, awesome. Okay, well. That was her getting married to Emilio Estevez phase. What came it's... after Spellbound? Obscurity? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So she had two albums within like a what, two, three year period. Biggest thing. Then she went away for a while. Then she's back. It was on like, a, yeah, she was like 89 was yeah. maybe Forever Girl, and Spellbound was like 91, 92, right. I think. And then she's gone. Now she, I love Paula Delay. She comes back. She's on American Idol. She's hopped up on back pills or whatever. She's screwing the contestants, and, and she's loopy, apparently, whenever she talks. So so what was your original question? She's who's, de- who's whose career has... Who is a sadder spectacle to see now? I say definitely Paula Abdul. Here's why I think it might be Mariah. Paula never reached the peak that Mariah did. I think she did. It was just not as extended. I mean, yeah, she didn't have a, a, a record of number one hits or whatever that Mariah Carey had. But, you know, in 1989 and 1990, whatever, she was, you know. I don't think Paula, Abd- Paula Abdul ever seemed like the person whose career was going to last, her mu- musical career was going to last like 20, 25 years. I don't know. Forever Your Girl. It's a good album. Forever is a long time. MC Scat Cat. Yeah. He, he, was, he was there. He was. There. He was present. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's unquestionably Paula Abdul is far sadder now. See, I see Paula Abdul, and I still think there is something good in her. I see Mariah Carey, and I see nothing. I see a vacant shell of someone who has totally, like, plastic surgeryed herself up, and and has just totally deviated from what she used to be, which I really like. When's the last time that you like? Put on some Paula Abdul music to listen to. I don't know that I have... I don't know if I still have the CDs, but if I did, I would totally listen to Paula Abdul. Like, well, but you don't, so obviously... Well, I'll tell you when the last time I listened to Mariah Carey was. Okay. Christmas. Right. Mariah Carey's Christmas album is phenomenal. Okay. Every but year I listen to Mariah Carey. Anytime Paula Abdul comes on, I'm not changing the station. Well, yeah, nor would I, but... I also don't Unless it was Shut Up and Dance remix. Right, because that, that sucked ass. Together. We've established that. All right, so we disagree. You're going, Paula, I'm saying Mariah Carey. I, see, Mariah, for, Paula Abdul is like your first love, though. You she can't was, turn she against her. She was my her. first human love. Okay. <laughs> what was your first non-human love? Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright's non-human? Rainbow Bright is a cartoon, therefore not a human real person. Yes. Well, but, oh, oh well. No, I'm talking about a real human being that, you know. Anyway. Okay. But I mean, she was a cartoon of a little girl. Okay, it's still not. It's like she was a cartoon pony. No, my first living person that I had a huge crush on, I think, was Paul. Rainbow Bright. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Still, not a little bit. 
All right, next one is sports related. Okay. And it's kind of related to the last, well, it's definitely related to the last um, football game, the Vikings. Saints I've game. heard of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know how that game turned out? I heard it was a barn burner, and the Saints won. Okay. Um, they won in overtime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the question. Which is a worse overtime rule? The football sudden death rule mm-hmm. or soccer penalty kicks? Which now, is... are you aware, with both of, aware of both of them? Yeah. In football, in NFL football, not college football, but NFL, there's a coin toss. Whichever team wins it, you know, gets to take the ball or whatever. Right. Whichever, it's sudden death. So whichever team scores first, and that's what happened in the game. The Saints won a coin toss. They marched on the field. They kicked the field goal game over. Right. Vikings never got the ball. In soccer... Once it's tied, sometimes there's like an extra period or whatever, but after that, it's penalty kicks, and whoever team, whoever's team gets the most penalty right, kicks. Right, it's out of five, right? Yeah, and then if it's tied, it's sudden death yeah. for them. Which one's worse? Which one is worse? Because I think they're both horrible. I think the penalty kicks is worse. And why is that? Because, well, okay, so I don't know enough about football, but in the football one, is it always whoever wins the coin toss just goes out and kicks a field goal? No. There's actually... Who, okay, whoever wins the coin toss gets to choose whether they want to kick off or right. get the ball. But obviously they'd want to get the ball. Right. So what can happen, as in this case, is they get the ball, they move it down the field, they kick a they field get within goal range. score, the other team never even gets a chance to right. handle the ball. But if the other team has a super good defense, then the team that chose to receive could not even maybe not even get to range, and then there's a turnover, and then the other team scores. I mean, True. There's, there's potential. True, but it's possible that a team could never even have possession of the ball. I mean, even let's even if the the team was down by one, it's going to be sudden death anyway. Whichever you know, whichever team is the first, or even if they're tied, I mean, whichever team either kicks a field goal or, or, or scores a touchdown first is going to win. I mean, I think that that one is more like the game, the normal game, than just everyone line up and we'll kick penalty kicks until someone's. Do you know the college football rule? Of course, for overtime. I'm a huge college football fan. <laughs> Um, in college football... Yeah. Well, well, for the listeners, since the I, listeners. of course, know. Yes. Yeah. Each team gets the ball, I think it's like on the 30-yard Third, line. 30-yard line, yeah. Yeah. Shut <laughs> So one team gets the ball on the 30-yard line. Okay. Of the other team. Okay. So they're like um, pretty much already in field goal position. Right. So they get they're the ball... They're nearing the red zone, if you yes, will. Yes, thank you. Yeah. If they score a touchdown, or if they score a field goal, or whatever happens... The other team then gets the ball and gets an opportunity to match. Right. So say team A goes and they kick a field goal. Team A gets a touchdown, they win. If team A kicks a field goal and the other team B misses a field goal, team A wins. Right. So um, both teams have an opportunity to handle the ball. Now, sometimes what will happen is, you know, team A will score a touchdown, team B will score a touchdown. Then they go again and they switch the order. Team B will get to go first, then team right. A. Um, the oh, I love that. I absolutely love it. So with the college football, it's it's theirs to lose basically, whereas in the sort of, pro, yeah. it's theirs to win. Sort of, yeah. yeah. The 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 biggest argument people have is that um, those statistics are then counted as like regular game statistics. Mm-hmm. So like there are games that go into six overtimes, and a team will you know a guy will score for throw for ten touchdowns because he's played all these overtimes and scored more points. And so it kind of skews the records right. and things like that. Why why don't the pros do the same way? I don't know. Okay. 
Maybe I, it's because it could go into six overtimes. Possibly. And they have to get their morning games done for the afternoon But you games, could say, so. I mean, after a certain, say after overtime one, the scores don't count anymore. Or, you know, like, in terms of records. But, I mean, think about this. Well, no, but in I mean, basketball, in terms of just getting it, the game finished. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it, too, is is they're so concerned about injury and things like that. Right, you know? yeah. But think about this. In basketball, if a game goes to six overtimes... And a guy scores 100 points, you don't count that. You don't say, oh, he didn't score 100 points. I mean, right. you recognize that he scored it in overtime beyond regulation. Right. But it's still... It's not like the defense is different in the regular game versus right. the overtime. And I think and I, I think that's the big problem with soccer is the game is totally different. Right. Yeah, that's why I would say the football one's better because at least it's still the same game. And it may be an abbreviated version or, or, or there may be situations where... If you win the coin toss, you, you win the game, basically. But it's still the same game. There was a famous, um, maybe eight years ago, maybe? It was Seattle versus Green Bay. And the Seattle quarterback was Matt Hasselbeck, who was a young player at that time. And they won the, co- they won the coin toss. And he says, we're getting the ball, and we're going to go score and win the game or something like that. Like some bold, brash statement. He ends up throwing an interception that's returned for touchdown. The other team wins. Nice. That's awesome. See? Um, but... Uh, I like the idea of both teams having a chance to handle it. So maybe what I would do is say, okay, you flip a coin, Team A wins. Team A gets a possession, they kick off to Team B, Team B gets a possession. Then if it's still tied, it's sudden death. So at least that mm. way you give both teams a chance. What if you What if you just made the, the football ball. one time-based instead of sudden death? So you have like another 15-minute period. Right. And then whatever... Whatever happens... What well, what if it's tied then? Then, well, then, you're then again, then yeah. sudden death, or then you play sure. again. I don't know. Because like in hockey, you just seem very concerned about each team getting their chance. I, I think that's important. Well, they had their chance in the first four periods. Well, and they had an even. I mean, the, and they were tied. So it's like the game sort of, in some senses, comes down to a coin toss, which to me is the same thing as soccer in that it comes down to something that has nothing to do with yeah. playing. I don't know. It'd be like if. If in basketball they go to overtime and it's, okay, now we're going to shoot. You know, one team gets the, I mean, can you imagine sudden death in overtime? It, or sudden death in basketball? The oh, first team to score right, gets yeah. it? I mean. It'd be like a two-second overtime. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, It'd good, be super intense, but. Yeah. I mean, you just put your, like, you'd have, like, an eight-foot guy out there just for overtime to be able to get the ball first on the tip-off. Maybe sports okay. should be like baseball and just have no overtime. Just keep going. Everything should be like baseball. Ad infinitum. Is there a limit to the number of innings? Mm-hmm. So a game can go 47 innings. Don't you remember a freshman year of college? Yeah, it was 18 like, innings. Yeah, and we had to leave to yeah. catch the, the last train. coaster back or whatever. Yeah. Probably. We had to leave after 16 innings. But do you remember what we got in that game? Was it the um, headsets? It was the headsets. The so wireless we could, we headphones. Could yeah. to it. We could listen to it on the way back. Yeah. That was a great experience. If I didn't want to hear the guy sneaking up behind me to stab me for my <laughs> Padres There's headphones. no murder in San Diego. I know. It was public transit. That's true. You gotta, you gotta watch your back. All right. Um, so wait, what's your answer to that one? Which one's worse? Okay, soccer? my answer is football is worse because oh. who cares about soccer? Oh well, yeah. Very simple. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, the only time I really care about soccer is the World Cup. Do you even care? I kind of, I, I like national based competitions. Like, I really like the World Cup. I really like certain Olympic events. Um, war. I like war a okay. lot. Okay. Yeah. Question three. Um, slightly sports based. I'll weave sports into it, but I guess technically it's not sports based. 
Which was a greater tragedy? Mm-hmm. 9-11? Mm-hmm. Or Hurricane Katrina? Hmm. Which was a greater tragedy? Here's here's why it comes up. Okay. The Saints are in the Super Bowl. The Saints come from New Orleans. Right. And a lot of the discussion about the Saints comes from the fact that they come from this city that was ravaged by the hurricane. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's so well, good for the city that it'll, you know, it brings back. It's Yeah. The Saints the are The players considered... themselves don't come from there. Okay. But the, 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 the football team and the identity of the team and the, and the city are really intertwined. And so they say, you know... Winning this game or even getting to the Super Bowl is really important for New Orleans. But it's been five years, hasn't it? Still, if you watch it, it's there's so much. Well, Yankees won the World Series this year, and it's not like everyone's like, "Oh, they deserve it for 9-11. Well, that's the thing is, even a couple of years ago, when the New York Giants won the Super Bowl, there was nothing about, "Oh, not, this is so great, nine eleven." Yeah, you know, we've redeemed nine eleven now that we have a Super Bowl ring. So, is it because New York has so much stuff going on, or is it because? Hurricane Katrina was so much worse of a tragedy than 9-11. I think 9-11 was a worse tragedy because it was a national tragedy. Even though it was localized to the East Coast, um, it changed the course of the nation's history. And though attacks were only in Washington and New York, um, you know, Enlisted soldiers from all over the country have died now in in Afghanistan and Iraq. Katrina was was you know a tragedy, but the city was built below sea level, and then the river flooded and and Hurricane people Katrina was a tragedy. rebuilt or whatever. Yeah, Hurricane Katrina. Nah. Katrina was a tragedy. <laughs> the clothes she used to wear. <laughs> I don't think she and, listens. I think we're okay. No, okay. She um, should listen. She would, I, she totally. would love it. She's free time. Yeah, she's just nursing babies or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, 9-11 was a national tragedy. Hurricane Katrina was a okay, but how about this localized then? flood. For, for the city itself, mm-hmm. I would say Hurricane Katrina was worse for New Orleans than 9-11 was for New York City. Yeah, would you agree I, with that? Yeah, I would say that. But in terms of for everyone, like 9-11 obviously affects us. More than Hurricane Katrina affected us. Right. I mean, New York bounced back. It was not, like, uninhabitable for years. Right. And, and Can you imagine if something like Hurricane Katrina happened for New York City, though? Like, with the population there and everything? Like, that would be... Might be a good way to get one-third of the population gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a third, but a healthy amount. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Question number four. Okay. If you could live in one city for a year, but had to only live in that city, you could not travel out of that city. Okay. And during that year, you had an unlimited bank account. Okay. Which city would you live in? Interesting. Interesting open-ended question. <laughs> you get one open-ended question, that's it, and you'll be able to answer it. I know, but, you know. There's not that many cities. It's not like you're going to say Stockton or something. There's hundreds of cities. There are, there are... Well, how do you know I don't want to be the richest man in Stockton for a year? <laughs> you might already be the richest man in Stockton. Oh, I, without a doubt, I'm sure. Other I'm... than Spanos or whatever. Does, yeah, but does he live there? I'm sure. Who wouldn't live Jesse there? Spanos we're talking about? <laughs> of course. That was her name, right? On Save by the Bell? There's no S at the end. Okay. Yeah. Well, if there were multiple... Jesse's Spano. By the way, as a side note, I got an email from Zach about uh, Dustin Diamond's Tell All Saved by the Bell book. Okay. And there was like 10 listed Saved by the Bell 
things that were mentioned in his book. Has Zach read this maybe, book? No, it was oh. just like a list. Of maybe maybe that'll be a podcast. We'll just go through each of the ten. <laughs> nice. Uh, Is it going to involve Dustin Diamond and Dirty Sanchez's? There's things? a lot of it's a, a lot of it's sexual or drugs or whatever. Hmm. Maybe we should call Zach up and have him be part of it and talk about maybe it. Maybe we should. That's, that's, that's good, a good yeah. podcast. Since he said the email, I shouldn't. I'd, I'd listen to that it. podcast. Okay. Unlike most of ours I'd, that I don't <laughs> listen to. Okay, what was the question? If you could live in just one oh, city right, for right, a year, right. and during that year have an unlimited bank account, which city would you live in? Well, God, I don't Agreed. know. Agreed. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, okay, I mean here's I, the cities I that I'm thinking of that you might say. San Diego. San Diego. I know you love Boston. I do love Boston. I mean, you you, you could get the best seats for every Red Sox game the oh, whole that's season. That's true. They have these... Every home game. They have these seats that... Um, you have to... I mean, if you had an unlimited bank account, you could even maybe swindle away to get your way, like, in the Green Monster, or... Probably not in the dugout, but... Oh, sure I could. If I had you an unlimited throw, bank account. Right. Here, Theo, throw, here's throw $50 out the billion. Dollars. Yeah. How about I sit next to a... How about Terry I buy Francona? the team, even? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Make myself a player. That's a good thing. Oh, okay. See, but I wouldn't say L.A. I couldn't live no. in for a year. San Diego. Oh, so good to go to Lakers games and Dodgers games and... USC games. My knee-jerk answer is going to be Vegas, but that would get old. Oh, God, no. But I was thinking with an unlimited bank yeah, account, true. I could like just make a bunch of money. But and... why do you need to make money if you already have an unlimited amount of money? Because at the end of the year, doesn't my unlimited amount of money go away or something? Yeah. It vaporizes? All right. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Washington would be a good one, but, but the winters. I don't know if I'd want to live there in the true. winters. Hmm. Um, Carmel would be a good one. 17-mile drive or something? You know, I've thought about that. But see, here's the thing. You're confined to that city. Right. Yeah, that's And that, And, and I, as much as I love San Diego, living in San... I, I think I would run out of things to do. You lived there for four years. Okay. You'd run out of things to do? Kind of. No. Couldn't go to Mexico. I mean, I, yeah. And, and I don't think I could use my wealth as efficiently or as it wouldn't be as useful in san diego as it might be in other places right. now it's not now it's not confined to the united states either it could be any world city no i, I so if you want to go to st petersburg russia or something do i i to me like european cities or international cities are places to visit i don't know that i could ever live okay. in one i kind of agree you know i mean there are a number of cities i'm a patriot uh, you know i'm an american bangkok love this country bangkok yeah Imagine all the ladyboy prostitutes you could hire with <laughs> unlimited millions. Maybe Ulaanbaatar, capital of Mongolia. Oh, show Mongolian off! Barbecue? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I I, I feel like it would have to be West Coast, just because the winters. I mean, I enjoy some snow if I don't have to drive in it and things. But and obviously, I'm a millionaire, so I'm not going to be shoveling my own driveway and things or driving myself. But See, I surprised myself because what I want to say is New York City. Really? Why? And, and it, it goes to show how much I was affected by our last trip there. Because mm-hmm. before I was like, ugh, New York City, ugh. I mean, yes, it would be really bad during parts of the winter. And mm-hmm. during parts of the summer, even, it's kind of muggy and stuff like that. Right. But unlimited wealth can go farther in New York City than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, I guess. And I'm not going to run out of things to do, probably, in New York City. And... I can have a super fat pad. Go to a Broadway show. iPad. I can go to lots of Broadway's show and have super nice dinners and 
and not have to, you know, if I go to live in Carmel and I want to get a nice dinner, well, after a week I'm going back to the same place because there's only a handful of places that are yeah. super nice to go to. Yeah. So, That's true. I don't know, I just think, I think with the, the money stuff involved and the fact that you can't leave that city, mm-hmm. I think I would say New York, which you is would crazy New York, for me. huh? I would just be rubbing elbows with all the celebrities at the hottest clubs, showing off my dance moves to Jay-Z and whatnot. I don't know what I'm talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I wish that the <laughs> listener could see my face right now. Because <laughs> it's like, what? Hey, if I have unlimited wealth, I can get into any club I want to. Mm-hmm. I can shoot myself in the leg like Plexico Burris. You yeah, you reference. need to be. I do get the reference, <laughs> okay. but I'm like, you don't need to be wealthy to be a dumbass and shoot That's yourself true. in the leg. That's true. What city? You made a good argument for Boston. Yeah, and the Red Sox games. Yeah. Please. Well, and and just the idea of the big city and things to do, and then I think that my do you enroll yourself at Harvard? Yeah, I wouldn't go to school. My I hate school. My uh, <laughs> my only detractors are things that would affect me in real life, but not if I had unlimited wealth. Right. Like driving in snow and, and exactly. I could just take my helicopter everywhere. Totally. Although in a snowstorm, that'd be difficult. But... I'm going to hire the best Air Force pilot there is. <laughs> if you have a nice enough place, like if it's bad weather, you just stay in your super awesome place and That's have true. come over. And... I could fly people out to visit sure. me. Sure. Booty calls. Booties call. <laughs> Booties call. All right, I'll go Boston. All right. And I'll get those seats. See, that wasn't that bad of an open-ended question, right? No, 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 that was a good one. Okay. The last one's not open-ended. It's multiple choice. Okay. I'm giving you five choices. Although I'll pick one. I'm opening... Well, you don't have to. I'm opening oh. it up. If you want to mention one that is not in my list, okay. you are welcome to do so. Okay. I will. Which of these, or any other that you may come up with... Yeah, I got, I got it. ...is the greatest lyric... From a 1980s song. Ooh, okay. A. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises <laughs> like Olympus above the Serengeti. Yeah. Which is from? Toto, Africa. Thank you. Option B. So you mean greatest in like, I think that's the best writing or greatest just, in most memorable? Just awesomeness or, okay. in general. Or greatest in, they use the word Kilimanjaro in a In Olympus in Serengeti. Yeah. B. This is the 80s. And I'm down with the ladies. No. You get that reference? No. It is Tone Loke's Funky uh, Cold Medina. I was going to say Hello Cool J. When at the end, he is with this person, and he thinks it's a girl named Sheena, and it turns out Sheena's a man. Yeah. And he goes, this is the 80s, and I'm down with the ladies. Does that I mean in the that. 70s that he that. was uh, into gay experimentation or something? Definitely. All right. You don't even want to know what he's into the 90s. <laughs> Ace Ventura movies. Okay. C, don't masquerade or the guy in shades will know. What's that? I wear my sunglasses at night. Ah, Corey Hart. Yes. See, that's not my favorite Corey Hart song. Okay. Never Surrender is Thanks for Asking. <laughs> Great song. We could have gone forever and I never would have asked. <laughs> D, very simple. Take on me. Uh-huh. Take me on. And finally, E. Yeah. Motoring. <laughs> What's your price for flight? <laughs> okay. So I, I a little did, night ranger there at the end. Oh, I thought oh a lot of night ranger there. I've deduced from the choices that it's not about like the 
the greatest lyric ever written. Not. It's about like what's not. the most funniest or memorable Definitely. or enjoyable. And I, you know, I spent a lot of time trying to research this and find good ones, and there was nothing that was like super ridiculous 80s lyrics, right. unfortunately. And since so. you don't know music, you can just think up your exactly. own. Exactly. So those were the five best that I came up with kind of on my own okay. But I'm sure you, being a music enthusiast, and especially, I think, 80s somewhat, sure. could come up with other ones that may even be better than those five. Although, better than Kilimanjaro <laughs> and motoring, I, yeah. I don't know how... I don't know how it's, I'm definitely going to pick either... either a or E, mm-hmm. Toto or Night Ranger, yeah. because those are, well, of the five, they're the two songs I like the most, and whenever I hear them, it's always like, if I hear if I hear Africa, it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta listen until the second verse when they're gonna bust out Kilimanjaro yeah. and Serengeti and stuff, you know, and and in the same line, it's right. like. How do you even do, how do you even well, do two long two multi polysyllabic words right. that don't even come close to rhyming? Because what's all the other? I mean, I miss the rains down in Africa. I think it's I bless the rain. Is it I, I bless? I miss. I thought it was I, I bless, bless the rains. Whatever. Something. What? What are the other? But all the other looks are simple, right? You know. And, and then, then it's like, like who the good gobbly line. exactly. So ridiculous. And what is it in reference to? Is love for you as sure as Kilimanjaro rises? Like what? Um, We'd have to look it up. Yeah. It might be that. Motoring is a great song. Sister Christian, Sister Christian I mean, is a great song. But but I feel like that lyric makes less sense. Motoring, but, what's your price for that, flight? Is that worse? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. See, I think that may, even, that may be what puts it over the top, is that it's like... Sister Christian, you know. Oh, the time has come. Oh, the time has come. You know, and, and then and at the end when it when it like slows it down, you're motoring. You know, yeah, you're yeah. motoring. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I had to dick myself and put the singing at the end. Uh, unless I pick Kilimanjaro. True. <laughs> I, I I'm definitely gonna pick Toto. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. That's it's it's that song is all right, but because of that. It's it's like a go-to. See, and I would say, okay. I mean, I mean, Sister Christian's just a great song. Right. The lyrics don't make it a better song. It's just a well, great song overall. That that line is so much a part of the song. See, that's what's different. Is with Kilimanjaro, it's like one line, mm-hmm. and you take that out, and that's not. I mean, that may be a lot of it. Right. But with with motoring, you take that out, and that's like half the song. Right. So it's the chorus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Toto. Okay. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus over the Serengeti. Above the Serengeti. Above the Serengeti. All right. Yeah. Well, I think you have successfully answered my questions, although you disagreed with me in just about all of them. The Satter Spectacle, Mariah Carey, Paul Abdul. Yeah. Football, soccer, 9-11, Katrina. Yeah. And the 80s song. Yeah. And in the city, we picked I mean, different cities, city, but I kind of bandwagoned right. your East Coast thing. Right. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. So, yeah. but that's good. We're different people, um, barely. Yeah, I'm I'm much more straight than you are. Yes, which is why I chose Sister Christian, and you chose Toto's Africa. Oh, I get it. It's a Wizard of Oz reference. Friend of Dorothy. Yeah, yeah. It was ever so subtle, but you picked up on it. I appreciate it. Thanks. 
You should have thrown like an ABBA song in there. I could have picked. Mm. But was that would that be eighties? I don't know. No, probably seventies. All right. Well, uh, nice work. Yeah. And uh, that's a podcast. That is a podcast. I know that I must do what's right. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. I seek to cure what's deep inside. Frightened of. 